Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own research analysis before making any investment based on your personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our website or podcast and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Let me ask you something, man. Don't stop. I'm not finished yet. Do you ever ask yourself? Don't stop. I'm not when finished When are they ever going to stop? Do you ever ask yourself? When those bad boys are going to stop making all that money? What's up, my future one percenters? This is Marathon Money, brought to you by MarathonMoneyPlus.com. I'm Cam Jones, the prince of the stock market, a.k.a. your favorite billionaire, favorite thousandaire, but I'm a millionaire somewhere, and I'm here with Kenny Coins. What up, man? Man, it's, whew, it's 2022, man. We're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to crack, we're trying to crack banks, man. We're trying to get money. You know what I mean? Yo. So we got to get it. We got to get it this year. The day man, in the I'm... last year? The end of last year, ooh, <laughs> ooh. From like November oh. on, it was it was pretty bad, man. It it was tough. It was tough. But you you know sometimes you got weather that storm. But we're real quick before we get into it, man. I just want to get something off my chest, man, because I'm mad about something. It ain't related. Well, it is kind of related to stocks, but not really. So you know, there's a new strand of coronavirus or new something a coronavirus in france they found a couple people infected with it okay fine <clears throat> here's my problem i went to the mall yesterday right walk in went to the bathroom there's a dude there you know before me at the urinal you know so i go to another urinal take a pee i get done before him right so i go and I wash my hands. I wash my hands with soap. Okay? That's what I wash my hands yeah. with. So this guy, he gets done. <clears throat> he walk he over. He walk over, right? Look at me washing my hands. He just chopped his hand under the water. You know, he karate chopped the water, no soap, rubbed his hands together, and walked out. Now, my problem is it that he did not wash his hands because it's not like he peed all over his hands, right? So my problem isn't that he didn't wash his hands after he peed. My problem is if you don't wash your hands after you come from the bathroom, when do you wash your hands? Because people Man. don't walk around all day every three minutes just go and wash their hands. Usually <clears throat> something happens. They get their hands dirty or if they didn't get their hands like like really dirty they wash them after they use the bathroom so if you do not wash your hands after you use the bathroom when do you wash your hands probably never that's like more likely never <laughs> oh be realistic and so that's why <clears throat> we will continue to be in the state that we're in not just the United States. I'm talking about like every, the world. 
because there's a lot of people out there like this. And I mean, just not being clean. It, it, it makes the situation worse. <clears throat> to, tell the, to tell the truth, you're 100% correct. That's what that, we're going to stay. We're going to stay in this. Just, we're going to get. So I guess, you know, I'm done with that. Let's get into the stock market, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was looking at the, the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ got hit like two days ago. Um, and then it, it's still going down some. But it's not. If you looked at the chart at the one year, it's still like. The trend is still up, and and the um the price action right now is very close to the two hundred day moving average. If we go back and we look at the last time something like this happened, that's looking like it was um October fourth. If you look on the yearly daily, it it was it got close to the two hundred, and then it it moved up again. Now I'm 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 looking to play that same type of move, so I've, I've been starting to add a little bit of my um positions <clears throat> and you know i know today on marathon money plus we're gonna give out some of our easy money stock picks for this year so y'all oh, gonna hear about yeah. hear about that just letting y'all know just letting y'all know this year is about stacked up portfolio easy money too easy money easy. plays stacked up portfolio we gotta build this year you know, I mean, we was riding high for the last three years, but yeah, that yeah. trend's over. Yeah, I don't think it's over, but it's paused because you know we were riding a lot of small cap stocks, a lot of growth yeah. stocks, but um, no, yeah. it, it's not over in the sense of like, oh, there's not gonna be any more. I'm just saying that that period era is over, and it seems like it might be because of everything going on with the economy. It might be opportunity to catch a lot of these stocks at the low again yeah yeah. like rebuilding that portfolio like in march 2020 you caught all these stocks low and by the end of the year your stock was running high right that's what i'm saying so it might it's it's stacking season so that's how i'm seeing it um nasdaq is what 2200 points down right now from the high what, 60,200? Yeah, 60,200 is down to 14,900. So, yeah. It might be an opportunity to take advantage, you know. Stuff like that. There's opportunities there. We got to take them. The thing that I noticed about the stock market, though, you know, and I'm, I've am been, I've been putting this in action, you know, for 2022 already. Usually, I don't know about you, but usually, um, when I buy a stock, I might buy, let's just say I bought a stock at like $10. It might, it most of the time it goes down. No matter if I'm like, yo, this is a good level, you whatever, it goes down. So now I'm starting to just inch my way in. So if I got, and I, I've talked about this on here before, if I got a thousand that I want to put on something, I might only put 250 on it to start. And then let it go down a little bit, put another 250 in, let it go down a little bit, put another 250 in until I get to a thousand. Now, if it blow up on me <clears throat> and it go up a lot, 
Well, then, you know, obviously, I didn't get all my shares, but at least I got something. But for the most part, we got to recognize that, you know, we don't want to throw all our money in on something at one time. Just inch your way in because you can always get it at a better price. And, well, of course. Of course. No, because uh, I agree with kind of everything you say. Like, I like to. Like everybody should know by now, I set a price point, and if it stays under that price point, I'm buying. That's how I see things, um, and that's how I usually pick up and get a good chunk. I like to stay between three to six percent of my portfolio, whatever the case may be. Right. And the the you know stock market had dropped a little bit the other day because of the interest rate stuff. Now I, I was looking into the interest rate right now. The Fed interest rate is 0.25%. And they talk about raising it in March. The thing is, people, whenever they talk about raising the rates, the stocks always go stupid. On the downside, they go stupid. Because the rule of thumb is, if interest rates go up, stocks are less attractive. But that's if the interest rates are like at a reasonable level, 4 or 5%. We talking about, you know, they, they, I bet you that they go from 0.25, they're not even going to get to 1%. And so what you're going to see is <clears throat> this move that just happened because they announced that they thinking about raising it, it's not going to be, it's going to look like an overreaction. So like what you were just saying, this is a good time to buy because they're not raising the rate to three percent from 0.25 you know it's still going to be under one percent yeah it's just people think people just over exaggerate oh you know inflation's up they're raising rates everything's expensive so all those effects right there puts into place and people take the most drastic move they can take and that's how the majority reacts yeah yeah but once you start thinking about it, you start realizing that they really ain't that much. But you got to play to the condition of the market. So people are going to overreact. You just got to wait until people overreact. And then once they start selling, you start picking up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's easier said than done. Of course. Of course. Of course. That's the general thing you want. When you see, and I say it all the time, I know y'all tired of hearing me say it. I don't want to buy the stuff at the top. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not going to buy it at the bottom, but I don't want to buy it at the top. I want the best deal I could possibly get. Um, sometimes it gets a little scary, you know, when stuff, is, it's a lot of stocks bleeding out right now. Like I had um, somebody message me about DocuSign. He was like, yo, what you think about DocuSign? <clears throat> you, think the, you think the selling is over? You think it's done? You think it's hit the bottom? And I'm like, man, I really don't know because a lot of this stuff is bleak. I saw this play out with Teladoc. You know, you think that when Teladoc got to like 180, 150, you're like, okay, this is the bottom. And then it just keep on bleeding and keep on bleeding. And that's what... First of all, first of all Teladoc was overvalued because of the pandemic. Yeah, Doc, DocuSign's no in the same boat. You know, they there was that 
you know, pandemic type stock. I can't, I can't vouch for DocuSign. <laughs> you That's never could. Here's, here's the thing why I can't vouch for DocuSign because I don't even know why it was. Actually, no, that's a lie. I do know why it was overvalued because you know, over the pandemic, everything got to be signed over, yeah, right, over everything. I know why, but it still should be up exponentially, you know what I mean? So, I don't understand why it's going down. I understand Teladoc, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The technology around Teladoc just haven't really caught up yet. That's understandable. It's the same thing with Zillow. The technology around Zillow just haven't caught up yet. Right. You know what I mean? The trend to use Zillow only besides the real estate agent still hasn't caught up yet. Right. Yep. Um, but with Docu, see, I think DocuSign. I'm kind of on the on the opposite side of you. Like I, I don't understand why Teladoc dropped like that. But I do understand why DocuSign dropped. DocuSign's only way to make money is like the signature thing. They have no other real good source of revenue. You look at somebody like Apple, Google, Microsoft, you know, a lot of these other companies, I'm just naming like the big ones off the top of my head. They got 15, 20 different revenue streams. Somebody, if Adobe come in and competes with DocuSign, Right, and they take some market share from DocuSign. They have no place to go to make that money up, because they yeah, they only a, they they're one trick pony. Yeah, they're one trick pony, and that's they a sit, huge problem. They they sitting here at twenty six point nine billion dollar market cap, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't even know if they're a ten billion dollar company. I don't know. They you can easily duplicate what they doing. They just stamping signatures on PDFs. Remember, I said this before. I was that wrong. <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I said this before, and I was that wrong. The the um another one I wanted to talk about was one that um I talked about. Um, on the last podcast, you weren't there. It was NVIDIA. And I I was saying, like, yo, I really don't like NVIDIA up here above 300 because, man, it was it was somewhere like $800 billion market cap. I just couldn't see it. I, I mean, I know a lot of people, are, it, everything's moving to, you know, processors and stuff like that. All the computer, I mean, all the cars are, are having chips in them and stuff. But I feel like, these individual companies are going to start making their own chips. I mean, and there's still going to be a place for NVIDIA. 800 billion, almost a trillion dollar market cap for NVIDIA, though? I don't think so. And they, you know, they came down a little bit right here. Also, you got you to gotta remember there's patents out there. Yeah. NVIDIA got a lot of patents. So, you know, a company might go out and say, I'm going to make this done, but they can't make it without paying NVIDIA. Also, that's the that's the thing you gotta also remember. I, I I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. I don't I don't know what patents that they have. I'm pretty sure that they do have some. Um, but that's a, a good... company. A company like Nvidia gonna have yeah. hundreds of those things. Yeah, they they like hundreds. Apple. They got a whole bunch of like random patents on ideas that they've come up with. 
So, yeah, I, I, I think I agree with you on that. But I still don't like them close to a trillion dollar market cap. Right here, $681 billion. Um, I'd like to see them closer to in the high $500 billion to, to really make some noise, really make some good money on it, on a swing trade. Um, but so far, so good. It's coming down like I expected. It get down to about 220, something like that. I'll probably look at it. I'll probably look at grabbing that. What's that? Uh, what? What me, you got? I, I'm going to stay away from NVIDIA because here's the thing. We still short. We're going through a shortage and it's starting to be a problem even in the food sector. Because the first thing that went shorty was the chips, now food, and then we still haven't even recovered. We still haven't even found a solution for the chip sector. A solution for which one? The microchips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like companies like those, man, the longer it goes, the harder to get rebalanced. See, I think that it kind of works in NVIDIA's favor because there's a lot of demand for it. But once this... Once this clears up, I I think that the shortage is forcing companies to go in a different direction. That's the problem. Yeah. For Nvidia. Yeah. Yeah. And then here, here's the thing: if that different direction works out, and it works out way better than having Nvidia as a partner, what you gonna do? Right. Right. You gonna cut Nvidia. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Oh. Uh, so. Nvidia, man, what's a, what's another one that you were looking at? You know, just at the beginning of the year, Kenny. I, I started buying back my lottery. I sold my lottery shares. Um, it was like the end of November, and like yesterday, I started buying some of it back. I didn't buy all of it, but because it's still bleeding, but I still believe oh, yeah, in them. It's still, still bleeding. I still believe in them. I bought a little bit, you know what I'm saying. So as it keep going down, I'm gonna just keep adding little by little. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go all in like I did the last time. But I got that tax Man. that that tax right off on that though. So. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um I want to give everybody out a free one. This is easy money. Easy money. Easy money. Kevin Durant. So, I mean, if you can buy one share of it, I will put that money in the Amazon. I would do it because it's honestly, bro, it's easy money. Right. And that's what that's what I'm I'm gonna try to do all year this year. I'm gonna concentrate yeah, that, on the easy money. I'm not gonna overthink the market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes people outthink themselves. There's a a good four or five companies that you could roll with and make thirty, forty percent a year. And we ain't gonna tell you those right here. We're gonna tell you those on Marathon Money Plus. But I'm just saying, it's some it's some common sense plays out there that you can make. And, and then, you know, you put most of your money in the common sense plays, and then maybe you throw just a little bit at some at some lottos, at a couple gambles, um, some high growth. But I just don't I need I need people to kind of get out of that mindset of we throwing money at the star market and then they coming back with 
20, 30, 40%. <laughs> you know, it ain't going to work that way this time around. Yeah. Not in, yeah, it's going to take, I think that you can it's still gonna get take, you, It's going to take some effort. <laughs> I think you can still get that. It's just going to take a longer time. Yeah. I, no, no. It's just, it's going to take some effort and it's going to take some, it's going to take some time. Right, right. It's gonna take some time. Um, but the, Amazon, man, if we look at, I'm looking at this chart right here, and I mean, I really like them right here. They, they, they move it in a pattern. They're kind of flat, but they right now they on the downside of the flatness. I'll say, you know what I'm saying. Uh, they they sitting at $3,251, you know, and it, it's, if I'm looking at Amazon and they make higher lows and higher highs. That's really what you want to see. Right now, we at that higher low stage. So I think, man, that, that's a good pickup right here, Amazon. And Amazon ain't going nowhere. No, nah, they're not. They're not. That's why I said that's an easy. I think it's going to five thousand. To be honest with you, it's definitely Amazon. I can't put them up there with Apple. Like they have unlimited potential for market cap, but the way people spending money right now, they Amazon changed the game. Um, it's possible that they could have unlimited uh, market cap potential, but I, I don't think that they're there yet. Apple can do that because Apple got so much of the game just cornered. Amazon cornered. got the retail game on lock, but not cornered. And the thing about, you know what's killing Amazon, though, that hurts them? It's that they depend on other people to sell their stuff on their website. Right, where, yeah. Where Apple, where, Apple, where people got to ask to sell their stuff. Yeah, Apple don't let nobody sell. Apple only sell Apple. No, you don't get it. So AT&T, like if you ever talk to like AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, all the thing, they don't make a commission from selling Apple products, period. Those salespeople in, in uh, AT&T, Verizon, all them, uh -huh. if you go talk to them, they don't want to sell you Apple products. They want to sell you Androids because they make a commission on Androids. If they sell your Apple product, they're not making no commission on it. Oh, and if they okay. do, it's very minimal. So pretty much AT&T, Verizon, all them, they're buying the Apple product and shelving them. Okay, I got you. It's not on consignment. Oh, they sell, you know what I mean? If they sell, then they give Apple their money. Nah, it's literally AT&T is buying the Apple product and literally putting it in their stores. Right. That's how it's working. That's why I said, like, Apple ain't telling people to come on their thing and sell their stuff. People are going out their way to say, hey, I'm going to buy a product and I'm going to sell it at my store. That's really what happened. Basically, that's what's different. Basically, you saying Apple to plug. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Because to tell you the truth, the only thing Apple is missing, the literally only thing Apple is missing is antennas if apple had their <laughs> own phone service antennas 
AT&T and Verizon was literally will lose half T-Mobile will lose half of their business. Cause what, what's going to happen is, is everybody's going to say, okay, well, Apple's not going to sell me their stuff no more. So I have to go to the Apple store to get an iPhone. So an Apple is going to say, well, I'll give you it for cheaper than what you get it at AT&T or Verizon, whatever. If you get our service. And then if you get our service. And you know for a fact, because people are so loyal, they're going to move over to Apple. Off rip. Yo, man. Apple might might owe you a check. If they come out with their own cell phone service, they owe you a check, man. The problem is those towers, those towers, the way they work, those cell phone towers, is basically somebody else owns it and like AT&T, Verizon, and they They rent it from that person. They lease it from that person. That's how it works. Yeah. Apple got enough money to, to have their own. They might be able to have enough money to build it, but you have to, you're fighting for a lease, bro. Somebody might have a lease for like 15, 20 years. Oh, okay. You're saying it's a limited amount of space. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't put those eight uh, tenors everywhere. Right. Okay. And yeah, pretty much. So maybe that's out. Maybe you ain't gonna get the check from Apple. You know what I'm saying? They... <laughs> yeah, man. Apple Apple can do it. Is the call calm down? Is it worth it for them? Yeah. I mean, they think about it. Too... Out, Apple could put some cats out of business if they did that. Like you said, basically, almost if they did that, it's only one cell phone company that would probably survive the next five years. It really be it will come down between Verizon or AT and T, right? Those are the like T Mobile. I don't think so. They probably Metro PCS. That's not even on the radar. <laughs> they they probably do something like um, merge. If Apple did yeah. that, I bet you Verizon, AT and T, T Mobile, they'd all merge into one company to fight. To basically to fight. Yep. No, nah, I'm just saying it's an idea. I'm just telling you off rip, you know, seven out of 10 Apple users is going straight to their service. Mm-hmm. And then I guarantee you it, they're going to charge Verizon and AT&T even more to have them run their service on their phone. Yo, so real quick, we got a few more minutes. Yeah. Do you think that 2022 is going to be more of the same coronavirus stuff, you know, up and to down, true. seesaw, you know, um, travel stocks getting hit at one time, then they go up and then another COVID surge happens. What you think? Honestly, man, it's really hard to tell. I know for a fact the first quarter is going to be a big hit because of the Fed rate. So I can tell you that. And plus the coronavirus is hitting the first quarter the most. So the first quarter is a yes. You're probably going to see the same thing as the last quarter. I see the police Second and third quarter. I see, I see a police coming yeah. to get you, man. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> background. But um, second and third quarter, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think that the coronavirus, though, is here. It's here to stay. You know, we got to learn to live. Oh, yeah. Because we can't keep shutting down everything 
when a new variant comes along or something. We'd be shutting down every three, four times a year. Yeah. Um, All right. We'll we as a country, we will cease to exist. That would be probably like the the world. I feel like the world is acting the same around coronavirus. It's not like the United States has one way to deal with it. France has another way. Germany has another way. They're all, to me, it seems like maybe the United States is a little more conservative because there's some countries right now. I know Canada, they on a 21 day lockdown right now. They, they back lockdown. It's it's other countries that do that too. See, see, we can't do that in America. I think that we can't do that because of politics. See over in Canada, they really know, I mean, they, they, they elect really, somebody, that dude in there for like 50 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah, they don't really care about politics over there. <laughs> we on a four-year cycle. Yeah. One, I, another, this is going to be paying attention to agriculture food stocks. You gave some nice tell- ones out. On, uh, I'm gonna tell you guys plus. this right now: food prices is going up. I remember a long time ago, Cam said this: the thing that makes inflation good, at least the stock market, because the money will make the stock market kind of go up because of inflation, because the price of stuff will be even more. So the make the balance people, books. The same people buying make, it, they make it more money. Yeah, to make it more money so the balance will look good. Right now, if you ever notice you go to the grocery store, things are a little bit more expensive. Yo, and it's they don't even have a lot of stuff at the grocery store anymore. Thank you for pointing that out, Cam, because I'm telling you, if you guys don't pay attention right now, agriculture stocks, food stocks are going to be flying up in 2022. That's like easy money place because let me tell you something. You need to eat. Everybody <laughs> needs to eat. And I'm telling you right now, they're trying to produce as much food as possible and as quickly as possible. Now, I'm not saying that that is going to be healthy, but I'm telling you, there's going to, in that sector alone, there's going to be a lot of money to be made. A lot of money to be made. It's you just have to think about it logically. You got to think about it logically. There's, there's really like agriculture was like something in the back of people's mind. People didn't think about it because food was always around. Now food is kind of like I want to say scarce, but you go to those shelves, you're missing some stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go to them shelves, you're missing some stuff. <laughs> so I'm trying to tell you, man, we're starting to look like a second world country. I want to say third. I don't third, think so, we... man. I don't think come on, man. Because <laughs> sec- I don't know if you've been to a country that's not as rich as America, no. but they're not third world. They still have a working class. They still have like a middle class. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to the grocery stores, like it's not empty, but like 10 to 15 percent of things are like they don't, they don't stay stocked up. They don't stay stocked up. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. I got you. So, like a first world country, everything stays stocked, stocked up. up. Everything, you know what I mean. We're we're in the want territory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. We're rarely in the need. Yeah. 
We're flirting with that. Yeah, right? I was about to say, yeah, we're creeping into the need. <laughs> yeah, we're creeping into that. And then people don't see it coming. We're creeping into that. You know what I mean? And it's creeping fast. So I'm I'm just letting you know it, it's coming. Right. It's coming. Just pay attention. There's, there's money to be made in those stocks. All right, man. Yo, we we a little bit over, but um, we thank everybody for listening to Marathon Money since 2016 or whenever you started listening to us. Um, you can find me anywhere. Um, Camboni one one C A M B O N I one one on anything stock Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, where can they find you, Kenny? Yo, Kenny Collin23 on Instagram. Kendrick Collin Twin to the middle on Twitter. Yo, hit us up. Um, we see those messages. Hit us up on Marathon Money Plus. We're about to drop some gems, some About easy money some, plays. Yeah, easy money. I'm talking about layups. Nah, you know what? These ain't really layups. I would say they like elbow. They from they no, they from the block. They from the block. Yeah, they from the block. <laughs> Straight from the block. <laughs> but, all right, man, we're going to see y'all Marathon Money Plus. Peace. Peace.